Here for a special segment, we have Young Bria. <laughs> Hi, Bria. How are you? Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm doing good. What's up? Good, good. So we're just gonna dive a little bit into the past with you. Okay. okay. Can you tell us about your experience growing up in um, the foster care system? Okay. So my experience growing up in the foster system, I got in when I was six. And I did kinship care first, because that, that's what they try to get you in. Kinship care? Kinship care. So, I mean, like, they try to find a family relative, yes. someone close to home. Gotcha. That's the goal. But if they can, they send you to foster care. So, when I was in kinship care, my uncle got sick, so we went into regular foster care. Hmm. My younger experiences in foster care were probably the worst. I had a foster parent in D.C., say no names but you know i've been molested before by my foster father i've been beaten before uh i remember my foster mother her hut this is his wife she broke a um stick off the garage and used to beat our backs with it and stuff like that my foster brothers yep so that happened about like from between seven and nine then i can i went into a group home i got cut in the group home so that happened. Then about like eleven, I went to Shepherd Pratt. So I stayed in Shepherd Pratt for a year, and then from there, they sent me to. I went back to Kenship Care. I went with my aunt. My aunt. A lot of people. If you ever hear foster kids say people do it for the money, that's because most people do do it for the money. You'll find the ones that do it because they actually genuinely care about you. But um, it you. Being young in the system, you have your guard up. So, like, you, someone might look trustworthy or seem trustworthy, but you so, like, mm-mm, fuck it. So, this is your biological aunt? Yeah. So, was it reversed back to Ken Care? When it was, mm-hmm. But then when I went to Shepherd Pratt, it turns into therapeutic foster home. Okay. So, that's when you get the medications. And so, anytime a child takes medicine, they're in therapeutic foster home. Um, I had this one foster care agency called Win Family Services, and they actually, like, help you with your talents, so just different stuff you like, so basically like an outlet so you can forget about all the crazy things that happen and stuff like that. So, I started doing music, you know? They started um, paying for us to record and stuff like that. So, you sing? I did. Oh, no. Right. But little rap, too. Oh, you know rap, Come on, music talent. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. Um... Let me see what else can I say about being in foster care. Um, it changes you. It does. It make you like, it depends. Like, luckily my experience in foster care 
could have made me like be a very nasty individual. Like I could probably be very harsh and rude and mean, but I took my experience and made it into a positive because I'm still living. I got my scars on me. I'm still flowing. I'm still going. And my false surprise, big haters. Hey, y'all, what's up? I'm going to dive into um, the group home for just a second. So you went to the group home around 11. Y'all went to a group home at 9. I nine. got in a group home at 9. Yeah. At 9, I'm sorry. And so from about 9 to 11, you were at the group home. Mm-hmm. How different was your experience in a group home from the foster home? So, I'm going to say this. I've been locked up before. A group home is like jail, literally. Oh, like, I mean, but it's like more of a... It's like being in the halfway house. You got mm-hmm. curfew. If you're a certain age, you can't leave without a staff member. Um... Can't call nobody unless they know they got to be on your list to call, visit. Can't get pictures sent to you. It's like a jail, kind of. So it's it's more of like a, it puts pressure on the emotion. Like you're going to get very emotional. You're going to get stressed out. You're not going to yeah, deal with nobody. Your freedom is restricted. Yeah. So now I've, you mentioned a little bit of your trauma from um, the foster home. And then you mentioned you were cut. At the group home. Yeah. How does those traumas affect you today? In um, you know, building relationships and just living life pert as well. Um, you know, my traumas kinda I don't know, I gotta be honest with that one. Like certain stuff might like trigger me to the point I'm like, all right, I might fuck you up. Right. But you know, um, all right, hold up. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of still working on them. And I can't fine. sit here and say, yeah, I'm still working on them. We all have them. to work on things. I might have girl. some scary little flashbacks, you know. Yeah, they, um, they definitely get to me. Like, actually, matter of fact, one of my friends just died. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, like, what My friend you knew from... Not from foster here. I mean, I met yeah, him, I'm like, okay. being Muslim, but that's another thing, too. I, I decided to pick a face that I, like, while I was in independent living. So when I got 16, I got my own apartment. Oh, lovely. That's Through great. the system. So the system not bad. Like that, Joe. You know, everything has its pros and cons. Yeah. And it's how we deal with those traumas that shape who we grow into. Big you know, you took the traumas that you went through in the foster care, which is, you know, awful traumas for anyone, child or adult, but being so young and then having to grow into another abusive situation where you're cut in a group home and then having to go into Shepherd Pratt and then back to being with another relative, which right, didn't right. work out too well as well either but something like this <laughs> but you make good on it you I at 16 did. you got your own place i did i had to cuss a couple social workers out Use and that's fine you cuss the folk out i cuss a couple folk out i did i was mm. like uh-uh you say you gave me my own place uh yeah thank I you okay i'll take the keys i kind of wish i would have did that like a little bit later on in your own place yeah i wish i would have waited till like i was like 18 because i feel like because i had independent living so early i didn't i lacked like finishing school and stuff like that like i was i had my own place i 
I had friends over. Most of my friends were adults. They didn't have to go to school. So basically, you had the college experience at 16. Pretty much. And it happens. And that's what I tell people when you go to college, you have to be focused. It's so easy to get into the scene, as they call it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so being um, that you went in at six and all the way up to 16 and you experienced some trauma and you end up, you know, coming into your own and you still a work in progress. Okay. What would you say to the younger six-year-olds of this generation that are getting ready to go through some of the experiences that you went through? Hmm. Let your guard down. Let your guard down? Seriously. Like, no, seriously. It might sound like weird. Cause I mean, not all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch. But most most of them now, like, it's different from the early 2000s when I was coming in foster care. But, like, now, most people genuinely, like, really want to kids mm -hmm. they, that they don't have to birth, that they can raise and mold you into being a young adult. But you got to want it. You can't fight every foster parent. Don't be... Don't beat Miss Dorsey up. She'll deserve it. I'm sorry, Miss Dorsey. <laughs> that was a real story. The way we'll get to that. We apologize, Miss Dorsey. We love you, Taylor. We too. I remember you. Remember you. Oh, and that cake. And the cake in, the in my face. Now. We did. Ooh, but, Lord, not the cake uh, in the you know, yeah, you got you to gotta be real open. You got to understand everybody not going to do with the first person, how they damaged you. But... Then you're going to have some experiences. People are still learning how to be parents. So you have to give your foster parent a chance. And that is such phenomenal advice right there. People are still learning. I, I think we, we tend to be so hard on younger mothers and younger fathers of these days, but we have to understand that people are still learning how to be parents. Even, you know, biologically and going into the foster care system. Some people may have never done it before and aren't used to being around kids. And that's a great advice right there. And the foster parents always want to try to adapt to how you move. So if you move all weird and crazy, she or he gonna start treating you like you weird or crazy. Mm -hmm. You move like a responsible person, showing that you you do this, do your chores, read that big old long green and pink slip. That was green and pink slip. Oh, because I tried to find now. She was fine. So And just stay in the child's place. I don't, see, growing up, I didn't get smart with my foster parents. Don't get me wrong, I had some very, we just went through one. I had some very bad foster parents, but I ain't like, I wasn't one of those kids. You had, you really had to push me to. And as a child, what adult can really push your butt? Wow! I know some adults, child, that can push a button. I have. I've been through. I've been in over sixteen foster homes. So I've probably been in like maybe like twenty, twenty-five. Yeah. That's and I used to be a runaway. Oh, when I used to live in D.C. When I used to live in D.C., I used to run the way, okay? <laughs> that way. There you go. Thanks for having me, but get my $200, child. Right. I'm getting on this horse to get up out of town. Yeah, and when they get them checks, y'all, they say y'all turn about 16, that's not your money, okay? 
Mm-hmm. I had to throw that at, bro. Okay, that's not your money. <laughs> you know, um, 16 foster homes. Yeah. How did that play an effect on your emotional and mental health? Oh, that's, I got a song. One of my songs say, um, uh, dang, I'm ready to say the whole thing. Oh, growing up with no mother, never had a father. DSS raised me, so I'm always unbothered. So it make you, you're accustomed to it. Yeah, like you just get used to it. Like, I was like, I'm waiting. I'm at the agency door. So I'm I'm always waiting for a new parent. It got you, I got used to it. So it's just like, oh, all right, next. Well, let, let's talk about before you got used to it, though. Like, how did that feel? Like, I never I'm really had a long-term placement. I never really had a long term play like even at the group. So home. you never got attached to anybody individually. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, she did. Mr. Daryl, but that was him count. Him count. <laughs> that was my man though. Hey. Shout out to Mr. Daryl. Uh huh. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to say to anyone who may be going through what you experienced, or even just in the foster care system and? Is that the, is there before you get the, before you get used to having to switch foster homes? You know, when you're you're first there at somebody's place and it's like, bam, I gotta go, and they might be feeling that feeling of, damn, I'm not wanted here. All right, so we're gonna call again. this section placement one hundred and one. Boom. Okay. Bam, I love it. Placement one hundred and one. Placement one hundred and one. This is the line downs. This is the rules. This is how you going to. Go through with a positive and not a negative, right? Rule number one. Don't tell all your business, okay? Okay. As soon as you get to telling your business, and everybody don't like everything you like or what you do. So just be mindful. Don't tell them your business because if you do get attached to that parent and then you tell them something and you might feel like they're looking at you a different way. You don't want to have to question that, okay? Two. Mind your business. All right. That's well, it. can we get a mind your business for $300? <laughs> okay, for $300, give me a mind no, your business. No, but mind your business because I had an experience where I knew too much. So being a star, I knew too much. I had to hold too much. Mm-hmm. And as a child, we children, we talk. Well, I ain't no child no more, but clearly but um children we talk you know what i'm saying so it's kind of hard for us holding it and then when we accidentally slip it out and then our parents mad at us then we're gonna feel like uh oh we about to go to a new home you don't want to think like that so just mind you i ain't no child no more but clearly but um children we talk you know what i'm saying so it's kind of hard for us holding it and then when we accidentally slip it out and then our parents mad at us then we're gonna feel like uh oh we about to go to a new home you don't want to think like that so just mind your business okay just mind your business all right don't get smart with your worker. Don't ditch your worker. I was one of those. I didn't get shit done. So, didn't work out for me. Don't ditch your worker, your lawyer. You will be stuck. When you hit 21, you're going to get that little $1,200. That's going to be it. You're going to be stuck. So, don't ditch them. I'm going to a little bit. But that's enough. <laughs> don't ditch them. Let them work with you. And be open. It's a, it's a process. And use the system. It's all here to help you. Just gotta use the right perks. Ain't that right, Miss Tish? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> use the, well, I ain't gonna say use the right perks because they're gonna get me canceled. But use the system correctly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Well, I want to thank you so much for your candidness no, and being willing to sit down and talk with us. Yes, we appreciate you. And we would no. love to have you come into the studio. I'm coming. I might even bust a rap for y'all. Absolutely. Come on, perform a little, give a little yes, performance yes, for me. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in a few moments. Thank you for watching Bianca, uh, Bianca Ross and Bianca Babcox. We love you. Now walk. Mm -hmm. My life is looking too good.